the way you choose to see life is everything. One of the biggest lessons I've had to learn thus far is that bad moments are part of the plan too. And it's easier to say that in hindsight because I know good and well in the moment. I'm like, there's no way this is part of my plan. You can't tell me whatever pain it is I'm feeling, whatever this person did to screw me over, how the situation played out. You cannot tell me that this was part of my plan. Especially somebody who gives so much of themselves to people they love and care about, who just tries to do their best to be a good person. You mean to tell me that all this stuff right here is part of my plan? I know it sounds crazy, but it wasn't until I decided to stick with things and really focus on the stuff that mattered to me that it was revealed that certain things had to happen a certain way. And that doesn't excuse the people who did me wrong or situations or whatever the case may be. It doesn't excuse any of that. It doesn't make it okay. But I had to learn something. And the way you kind of navigate that to see if it's something you really need to learn and you kind of just become okay with learning from that and moving on is by learning to manage your emotions. Notice I didn't say control them or suppressing them for sure. I didn't say neither one of those because those are very different things. When I talk about manage, I'll apply it to being a good manager. Good managers in the workplace don't control or suppress the people who work for them. They should actually be listening to their employees' thoughts and feelings about the work that they do while also keeping good business priorities in mind to find balanced solutions to the problems that they have. That's essentially what it is that you got to do with your life is Emotions, understand that emotions are nothing but information. Emotions are going to do their job by telling you how to move. Now it's up to you to decide how you're going to receive that information and what you're going to do with it. Now, let me tell you, this is what typically happens. When something doesn't feel good, let's say, let's say you with your partner or something like that. And y'all had this argument but they, whatever they said to you or did to you, it was something that dug deep. Like it was one of those things where it was a button that they just wasn't supposed to press. And you feel like in the back of your mind, they should know that. But then it's like, were they having a bad day or something like that? And I understand wanting to give them a chance. Hear me out though. You like, maybe it was just a fluke. Maybe they just having a bad day. But the thing of it is what they did or said, it hit deep what if that's your sign what if that's your sign that you need to be moving in a whole nother direction I, I might be wrong it might not even be that serious but what I'm telling you is that that feeling that you get when something don't feel good whether if it's stomach dropping gut-wrenching feeling that little twinge little whatever in your heart that you feel that's like mm -mm, I can't I don't like this it's causing me some type of conflict you should be able to look at that like, ooh, this doesn't make me feel good. So one, I need to take a step back and I need to consider if this is worth me going in a whole nother direction. That's usually what does not happen. We typically like, okay, this is a fluke. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to just see if it was really, you know, something that was in their character. Like, are they really doing me like this or are they just having a bad day? But it just don't, it don't work like that. And I'm not saying that these people are just naturally bad or they really just want to do you wrong. Hey, some people do. It's really bad people out here in this world. But people 
it might take them a while to show you their colors or ways that they are unhealed and how it comes off and it impacts you. It might take them a while to show you that. However, it is very rare that people change their colors. And once you see something, you can't unsee it. You can't. And you have to, me, this is what I did. I programmed myself that way. To believe that once I see something, I can't unsee it. We either going to have to address this. We're going to have to try to work on a solution. I'm not telling you that this, these people are going to be perfect. But what I'm saying is that it's worth addressing and it's worth calling out. Because you know that whatever this is, is taking you away from whatever inner peace you have. And that's worth protecting. That's just like having a lawn that you done mowed. You got this pretty fence around it. Whatever the case may be. And you look outside all day. Just say you in your window looking at it all day. And somebody come in, you, you know, let's say it's a little mole, ground, ground, whatever the fuck them things are. <laughs> things that be in the ground. You know, they digging a little hole. Groundhog. Yeah, I'm tripping right now. Say it's a groundhog or something. You see that one little groundhog digging a hole in the corner of your lawn and you know that your lawn was perfect. You're going to be like, they just messed up my lawn. That one little thing right there. So if you're going to be that picky in real life, why aren't you picky with these people? Why do you pick and choose where you pinpoint things that are wrong? You let somebody do you some type of way and just be like, oh, I hope they'll change because you love them. But hold them to the same standard and it's for your sake. It ain't to hurt them or single them out and say they can't have a bad day, but it's for you. I'm going to tell you a little bit about how I realized that these bad moments had to be a part of my life. And I ain't going to lie, it was not easy. I'm not even going to sit up here in front. I'm talking out here like it's easy, but it's because I done been through it. I done got through it, but it's never been. I'm just going to say that right now. But one period in my life, I would say over a six-month span, I feel like I went through one of the toughest things ever. And let's even take it back a notch. I'll just say this year and a half, right? That year and a half started off with that high that I was talking about. Like nobody could take me off this high in this point in time. I was working really hard. I wanted certain to make certain moves in my career. I was going for a promotion. I ended up getting this promotion. I started this new relationship. Like my life was good. You couldn't tell me nothing. I was comfortable. I had a decent apartment at the time. I was able to pay my bills. I just felt pretty damn good about myself. And then... Some time went on, and um, eventually, I ended up falling out with one of my really close friends, a friend that I had been friends with for 10 plus years, and I'm not going to say that it fully caught me by surprise, because that would be a lie, but I just felt like I didn't want it to go that far, because we've been friends for 10 plus years, we've tried time and time again, like, hey, let's work on our issues, let's talk about it, like, we usually keep the communication decent. I ain't gonna lie, what was transpiring at the time, I just felt disregarded. And that's where I put my foot down. So I lost a really good friend in the moment where I'm like, man, that hurts. Because, you know, when you're friends with people, you make plans with them just as you do with significant others and stuff. It changes your life when you have to fall back from these people. So boom, there's that one. So let's move that to the side. Here come the next thing. Shortly after, I started this whole breakup. We got into this break. And you know, breakups be all long and drawn out. It is never like, I want to break up. That's just, I don't want to break up because my next relationship, 
I should be getting married after that. But, you know, I would have loved to have a breakup where it was just mutual. um, Or even if it's not necessarily just mutual, right? Just feeling like emotions. I'm cool with cutting these off right now. Like, we both cool with where it's ending. I can go on about my day and be healing and knowing that I'm good. Don't have to go back to that. But it was just stretched out. It just took a while to get there. So, you know how that go. Eventually, that ended. Um, but one that caught me by surprise was that me and one of my closest, closest friends ever, again, 10 plus years, just stopped talking out of nowhere. Like, I didn't have any explanation. I didn't have any of that. But I could tell you right now, that moment in my life was really, really dark. And it happened all at the end of all of that, losing all three of those people. I was going into, like, what was it? It was October, November, December-ish, somewhere around there. The point in time where you get like seasonal depression. So you already know, like you're dealing with all of this. Then it's getting dark early. Uh, It it was all bad, right? In that tough time, I remember asking, like, I don't want to, not asking. I prayed to God, like, I don't ever want to feel like this ever again. Ever. And I knew that if I wanted something different, I had to do something different. And what I did was I pursued that relationship with God in a way that I had never done before. One, I was making sure that I was consistent in my prayers, but also I opened the Bible. And that's something that I've never done. Like my mom used to always nag me like, girl, you better get in this Bible. And I'm like, girl, I'm going to do it when I want to. But it wasn't until I hit rock bottom that I felt like I had to do it. And I felt my relationship getting stronger with him day by day. And that's where I started to feel like things were gradually given to me and shown to me. Again, I was in a place that was really dark. And I was in this apartment I didn't really want to be in. I just needed an apartment where I could stay with my dog, be by myself without my ex or nothing like that. Um, In fact, I really didn't even want to stay at that apartment. I was ready to break my lease, go to my mama's house, figure it out whatever I was like I'm gonna save up some money I came with the move out of state I don't know where and here's the thing that plan of wanting to move out of state that plan didn't just come right then and there that's something I was wanting to do for a long time I never solidified plans but I could tell you that's a conversation that me and my ex would have when we were together we're, we were gonna move we just didn't know where but we had some things in mind but he had a kid and I knew that that would it would take time. There would be some arrangements that were required. And because I was in that relationship, I was okay with waiting. You know, because that's just, that's the reality of it. That's what I got myself into with somebody who had a child. So part of what I wanted was going to be on hold. I felt like that was the sacrifice that I had to make. And it's crazy because I never really wanted to date anybody with a kid. Not at that time. I didn't think that that was really going to be part of my reality. But the reason why I really wasn't opposed to it is because I had a step parent. You know, somebody did it for me. So I was like, who would I be to say no? You know, whatever. So I got myself into this situation. But back to the just moving situation. (laughs) I want to focus solely on that. Again, I, we were going to move together. We had plans to do that. That relationship ended But again, I I was like, I still want to move. So it wasn't until I got into this place of darkness and I was separated from these people that I thought was going to be in my life forever. My job announced a whole new position that we didn't even see coming. 
And I want to say it was around maybe like February 20-something. Let's just say between between the 22nd and the 25th of February is when I found out about this new position. And it was a little, I was a little indecisive about it. I'm not going to lie, but long story short, I ended up agreeing that I wanted to accept the position. And I'm like, if y'all got a, two positions in Cincinnati, um, I'm hoping it's either going to be me or this really close friend of mine. It was weird how we kind of had the option to be like, hey, I kind of want to do this. And you just kind of got selected for it. I knew my buddy really wanted the role. So I'm like, here, let him have it. Um, But he was calling me like, no, you need to make sure that you got your opportunity to get into it, too, because I think you would be perfect for it. You know, he was really giving me that push. So you said, you know, I said, you know what, if y'all have a chance for two spots, let us both get it. If not, I'm relocatable because they were talking about relocation benefits. I didn't really know how that was going to go. I'm like, I don't even think this is going to pan. I ain't no way I'm, I'm leaving Cincinnati. Sure enough, found out about that position February 22nd. I was gone by April 1st. It was like that. Less than two months, I was gone. And I couldn't believe it. You know, it wasn't until I've been here for just short of two years now. And it wasn't until recently that I sat back like, wow, this is something I always planned for. And I didn't get it until a lot of the stuff that I wanted to take with me fell off. Like those people really couldn't go with me. And if I didn't have that bad moment, that bad moment wouldn't have caused me to shift. Because honestly, anytime I start something, whether if it's a relationship, project, whatever, I usually do my best to stick with it. Even if it take me a long time to like get something out, I usually stick with stuff. So really, if it was up to me, I would have just stayed there. But God made it so uncomfortable because God knew that I had a plan. He had a plan for me, one. But he knew that I really had that plan in my heart. He knew that I was planning for something different, even if I didn't know exactly how that would be. Even if my plan at the time wasn't aligning with the way that he saw it going, I had a plan of wanting something better and I deserved it. But the people that I was carrying with me didn't deserve to do that. They didn't deserve to have what I was going to obtain. And it's no shade to them, nothing like that. But it was just lessons that I had to learn, things that I had to experience by myself to get to where I am. That was hard to do. That's hard to accept. But that's what it is. And the reward on the other side was so much more greater than I could have ever imagined. But I needed that shift. I needed it. It hurt because I had to do a lot of healing to get here. And anytime you start any healing process, it stings first. It always does. It stings. But it will heal. You just got to trust the process. But if I did not leave, I would not be here. I don't know where I would be, but I can't be mad at those bad moments because those bad moments set me free. If you take anything from what I'm saying in this podcast right here, take inventory Of the things that make you feel good in your life and the things that don't. Take inventory of it. You can think of it. You can write it. I usually write everything down because, one, writing things down usually helps me remember and retain information. Um, But also, too, I just feel like I release in a different way. 
whatever releasing looks like for you, whatever helps you get it out easier, do that. But take inventory of the bad moments that have happened in your life. And then ask yourself, what have you learned in those situations? And it's not just about other people, but what have you learned about yourself? What have you learned about the world? Write whatever it is, but make sure you do not skip the part of what you learned about yourself. Then, I want you to be honest with yourself. Did you feel uncomfortable bringing up any of those bad moments? If you still had a little sting behind some of those, that's okay. That just means you got a little work to do in the area of healing. That's all right. Just because you get that little sting, it don't mean you got to stay there. It don't mean you got to suppress it. It don't mean that that's going to stay with you forever. That's another thing. Those bad moments and that sting you get from the bad moments, they don't. that doesn't last forever. Your life won't always be this way. And that's another thing that you could tell yourself as you're going through those bad moments is that life won't always be this way. It won't. To be honest with you, the situations in life that had kept me stuck from childhood. And that's, again, what this podcast is all about is recognizing these certain situations and how they've been playing out over time. I didn't realize how blind I was, how I've been getting certain lessons and I've been failing these lessons time and time again. And that's no bad on my part. I just didn't see it. But I've had a lot of situations that was trying to teach me the same thing over and over and over again. And I finally got it in one area of my life. I'm going to have many lessons after this. But once I finally started to take my healing and these lessons seriously, my life is different. I think the way that I handle situations from this point on is just going to be different. And I feel so much better about that because I don't have that anxiousness about life, about certain things happening to me. I don't feel the constant need to protect myself. Sure, I'm going to protect myself. I'm going to protect my energy and I'm going to surround myself with people that are going to feed into me too. you know, fill my cup just as I feel theirs. But we're also going to fill our own. I am now exposed to better, but I know that more lessons are sure to come. I'm not afraid to deal with them no more because Jordan know how to handle herself. Jordan know how to get by and manage. I'm not going to do nothing but continuously learn, grow, learn different ways to manage. Healing is not easy. But do it for you. Do it for God if that's what you believe. I believe in God. And I believe that I'm at the point in my life if I don't take life by the horns and and just keep going, keep going, allow God to come in, invite him into my life, help me with my problems, talk to him as a friend. If I don't do that and if I don't push myself to do the things that he's trying to show me to do, I'm going to regret it because I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do. So many times in my life, I felt like I hit a brick wall. And I felt stuck. It was God that helped me find my way out of rock bottom. I had to go with God to find my way out of that. I encourage you to lean on what it is you believe in. Fall back on that when you find yourself in these positions of, Feeling lost or hurt, stuck, angry, 
whatever. Go ahead and go back to the basics. And for me, the basics is understanding that I'm here for a different plan. And this pain that I feel, God going to help me navigate through this. He going to teach me something. I don't know, but this is all about what it is, understanding what it is that you don't want. Take it as an opportunity that's going to help you grow. Anyway, I feel like I can go on talking about so many of the bad moments in my life. (laughs) I've had plenty of those and I'm only 26 years old, so I got a lot more life to live. But these bad moments are for me. They're happening for me, not to me. And I know that a lot of people are familiar with that saying. Keep that in the back of your mind. Even if you have to, you know, affirmations and stuff, you wake up in the morning, find things to say that gives you your power back. Let yourself know that you are strong. You can get through anything. God is with you. You are you are never abandoned. You might be alone right now in the physical world, but you are not by yourself. Like I, I don't maybe that should be flipped. You might be by yourself, but you're not alone. Whichever one is better, look. God is out here to help you. Whether if you got the strongest relationship with him or not right now, you can start building it today. And it doesn't have to be perfect right away. You could work your way up to that. It's just like any other relationship you have in life, a new friend or whatever, you start somewhere. And you work out the kinks as you go. Be more willing to do that with God than you are to do that with these people. People will hurt you. Things will hurt you. But God is forever. And he will carry you through. No matter how much this world tries to break you down. You will always be good. And you got to trust that all is well. Alright. I feel like I ranted a little bit. But I'm glad that you joined me. And I hope you were able to take something from this. And I cannot wait to get more in depth with the stories and stuff that I put together for this podcast. So stay tuned and we're going to keep this thing going. All right. Have a good one.